Hello and welcome back. Thank you for joining us today for our BNI San Diego podcast. I am joined by not only a colleague and a mentor, but a very good friend, Phil Jordan. Phil, how long have we known each other now? Since you actually came into BNI San Diego, I think Catherine was the one that was here before for BNI San Diego. You came in, partnered with her, and now it's yours. So I think that's probably seven and a half years. Seven and a half, almost it eight goes, years. It yeah. goes by so quick. So, so fast. Phil, yeah. Phil is a member in one of our chapters, uh, Phil has developed mm -hmm. and kind of cultivated something he's very passionate about. And that's one of our, or our, our the uh, mentoring program for incoming referral partners, people that are coming into a chapter. And sometimes it's for those seasoned referral partners mm -hmm. that just kind of need to be reminded about why they're here in the first place. Totally. And he reminded so, about the push-ups and sit-ups. So we're going to be, yeah, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about mentoring today. So Phil, I'm going to hand it off to you and we're going to have a great conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Super excited about it. You're right. It's something I'm extremely passionate about. Um, I got blessed to be involved when, it, when the mentorship program first started. And it started out with ideas that were fantastic and all the right intentions of being able to serve new members and serve existing members that need support. Um, and we learned through the process, there are different ways to go apart, go yeah. away, you know, make that actually happen. Um, and where we are now with the mentorship program is fantastic. It really does an amazing thing for new members. They get a chance to, in that process, learn the culture, learn the story behind the chapter they're joining, learn the, the family they've joined when joining the BNI chapter. And you get to fast track them into the VCP process. They get to learn really quickly what it takes to uh, become a, a really involved and engaged member, which you know, ramps them up in the opportunity for them to become profitable. And obviously deeper relationships are come, come through that as well. Yeah, because mentoring is really about coming alongside someone, not, you know, so, sometimes it's belly to belly, right? Facing each other. Yeah. Most of the time it's shoulder to shoulder, right? Yeah, you want to be on the same side of the table. Yeah, right. because like it's this, different that way, right? It is different. It, it, it feels like it's a partnership. I mean, that's the point of really good mentorship is that you're there for them, no matter what their need may be. And that need may be technical instead of being iChapter. You don't know how to use a certain portion of the app. Ooh. You're there for that. Sometimes it's more, it feels like more how they go about or the mindset they have and when and why they're doing what they're doing in b and I. I feel like that's where most of the value comes from. Well, and, and a lot of times when people are being mentored, it's mm -hmm. because an, they're in an area that they're not used to. And and with, with with regard to B and I, yeah, this is not <clears throat> something we're taught in colleges, unfortunately, in schools. Mm -hmm. So to have someone come alongside because there's this is a new culture for them. There's these are new practices, right? Mm -hmm. So it takes it takes time. It takes uh, someone coming alongside them and saying, you know what, I care enough about you yeah. that I want to see you do really well, and I'm going to walk through this process with you. Yeah. And sometimes that takes a conversation. Sometimes it takes getting your hands dirty and getting in there and helping them write the first couple of commercials, giving them ways of not only what you're going to say, but why you're saying it, what you're leading folks to. Um, and maybe it's helping them build their first presentation. There's lots of ways to mentor that isn't just words of wisdom. Sometimes it takes hands and feet to help them find their way. And it's every every one of those efforts are valuable. So when when we're going through this process and and some of the people that are going to be listening to this mm -hmm. are in some of our BNI chapters, and there's going to be people listening that are not a part of BNI at all. Awesome. Why is having a mentor, or why is yeah, why is having a mentor incredibly important? 
man, in life in general, mentorship is super important. I mean, I think we can all consider people in our younger life. They might have been a friend, a, a grandfather, could have been a neighbor who was who was amazing to you. Again, I'm from the South, so I have a little bit tighter community around me uh, where you end up having mentors around you in lots of different ways. And they help you um, traverse this very com- complicated world we live in where it's easy to fall and not get up. And what yeah. I feel the power of a mentor is, is that they help you get up. I mean, I, I know there's a quote, it's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. And mentors play a huge role in that because they're there to come by, brush your feet off, brush your legs off, and let's keep moving and point you in a direction that inspires you. I mean, that's the power of a mentor for me. And I know I, I have them like most humans, I believe, do. Some are in my personal life, some are in my, my, my walk with God as an example, some are in my business, some are in B&I. I mean, they're, they're in every aspect of my life because I seek them out. And I think that's really a, a really big key when it comes to mentorship is seeking out mentors is powerful. Uh, some of us get blessed by finding one haphazardly by accident. I don't, I doubt it's an accident, but you find that man, that man or woman, that person in your life that really can come alongside you and guide you in the things you're passionate about or the things you are not good at and want to get better at. Mentors can, can fulfill a lot of roles. Well, during our conversation, I was thinking about years and years ago, well, well before us, mm-hmm. I think they used to call mentorship. It was more of what do they call it? A, an apprenticeship. Yes. Right. When you think of like the, the way back when, when they were the awesome. iron workers or someone, you had an apprentice, someone that followed you, watched how you do things mm-hmm. to be able to develop. And oftentimes the beauty of that is they ended up becoming better at the craft than the person who was teaching them. Correct. Because they, you're having that, again, it's that side by side on the same side of the table experience. You get to see this person do work. You get to do the work and have them critique or help or support you in the process in that you want to also make that mentor proud of you. I mean, that's in my heart a lot. I want to show you that I cared about what you taught me and I want to be better at it than I, than I could ever be. And in that regard, you're right. The results are change. They change. You can become better, faster, more efficient, higher quality. All those things can happen, which is gorgeous. But I mean, wonder, I wonder what happens uh, yeah, that for later in the conversation, what happens for the mentor in that, in that relationship? I'm yeah. curious. Well, let's have that conversation. But yeah, the mentor can far exceed the, the person that the mentee can far exceed the mentor. Well, and it's almost like that that proud parent, right? When you when you brought someone up, you've you've helped them, you've learned, and you always want. Mm-hmm. I think every parent is, and we're both parents, right? Yes, sir. We always want for our children to do better than we've ever done. Well said, right? And it's the same thing with mentorship, mm-hmm. you know. And and earlier we were talking before we even started uh, the podcast, but we were talking about the different forms of men- mentorship. And there's a lot you've touched on a few from, you know, your personal life, your professional life, your uh, health and well-being. There are so many different aspects and so many different types of mentors. You know, oftentimes when we think of a mentor, we think of someone we're actively like you and I are right now talking and engaging, but there's so many more other ways to have mentors. I I was mentioning to you early, John Maxwell, Mm -hmm. who I consider to be one of my mentors. I've met him one time in my life, mm-hmm. but I read his books. I listen to his, you know, Dr. Meisner. Um, there are so many people, John Wooden, who's oh, written, written, no, who's written, I need a mentor mm-hmm. for my language, uh, <laughs> who's written multiple books on being a mentor. You want to talk about an incredible mentor uh, or someone who is John Wooden, 
And without oh my question, I've read his read multiples of his books. It's funny. That's a good idea for regarding books. I mean, I would consider um, my my wife works for Kim Blanchard, who wrote The Women and Manager back in yeah. the 70s, partnered with uh, Jack Canfield for Chicken Soup yeah. and Soul. So I've, I've been blessed to have serendipitously uh, uh, Kim Blanchard as a mentor for me. I remember, and it was probably 12 or 13 years ago, my wife's worked there for about 27 years. And my wife would share uh, voicemails he would leave for every one of his employees every Friday. And every Friday, leave a voicemail that would say, good morning, happy Friday. Here's what I'm doing today. And here's what I'm thinking about for you today. And that inspired the heck out of me. So my wife would forward them to me every Friday and would help. He inspired wow. me to become a better leader in my business, which is what I always told myself, man, once I have an opportunity where I can be that in a company and in my own company, I'm going to jump at the opportunity. And I get to do that now for my staff. So he has been a mentor and I've only met him a few times. <laughs> So I, I understand that experience. You know, you just said something really important, and, and I know that you were saving this for a little bit later, mm-hmm. but you talked about the element of when you beget to become a mentor. Yes. You know, Dr. Meisner has shared before when he there in, in one of his podcasts and in conversations we've had with him that um he he's he's big on playing chess. Mm-hmm. And he talked about when he learned the most is when uh his son's teacher asked him if he would be willing to teach the chess club when they were like seven, eight year old. Mm -hmm. And he was blown away at the amount he grew as a chess player, but it was when he became the mentor. Totally. And I think that's actually how how it happens. I remember, I mean, since we're talking about BNI as well, I remember being a BNI and being mentored by other seasoned members around me. And I looked up to them. I was like, I want to do everything I can to make you proud of me. And obviously I got really good at BNI in that regard and had great results in turn. But I would say I grew my most in being and being a a really fantastic member of BNI is when I be when I moved into the mentorship, actually being a mentor in the mentorship program. It brought leaps and bounds of, of my ability to understand why we do what we do, to really pour into other people. It's it's the act of being poured into forces you to want to be poured out of. And that's what it happens when you actually teach what you know. And that realization, I think as well, that, that people are watching now. They are right. When Mm -hmm. we do how we talk, the language, our body language, how we Mm -hmm. interact with a room, our audience, whoever it is, people are watching us now. So you're a little more aware and maybe, maybe the word is intentional on how you go about doing a good word for it. I would say, you're intentional and it forces refinement, right? It forces you to refine your, to refine yourself because you are kind of on a platform of sorts. Yeah. Um, and so your, your, your thoughts, words, actions, deeds all carry a different kind of weight than they did before. Before it was just for yourself. It was just, uh, it was, you know, a little bit needy. Otherwise yeah. when you're out there, it's not for yourself, it's for others. So you want to show up at your best. Well, and those two beautiful kids right behind you, right? The um, moment, the moment they come into the world you realize everything you say and do, mm-hmm. they're the little, you know, the the mimickers of that. The sponges of life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And, and and whether we've said something out of anger or frustration, mm-hmm. they pick up on this stuff and they, oh my gosh, when you see them do those things and it's like, whoa, I really have to be careful how how I interact with my spouse, my my boss, my coworker, mm-hmm. you know, whoever it is around, uh, it's incredibly important to make sure that that we're aware of those things. 
Yeah, I think for us as men, it's, it's especially as fathers, it's our most important mentorship role is being a father to our children. Oh. And um, the, the weight of that weighs heavy. And I get to, I'd be, I'd, and we probably, I'm hoping most of us have been blessed by having a father-like figure in our lives that taught us what that looked like, that taught us how to walk that out in real life. Yeah. And so we get to now practice it. Right? We get to take the things they taught to us, and now we have kids practice it out in real life. And you get to see it. It's an immediate reaction to those things. It's not like you you get instant feedback with how, with how you're doing. Oh, everything with kids, when any, when the kids are involved, everything is instant feedback. Correct. <laughs> and, and, you know, kind of tying this back into, you know, we talked a little bit, we're talking a little bit about B&I and mm-hmm. a chapter in the mentor program. But as we evolve as professionals, it is incredibly important to make sure that we have those mentors. And, and I will tell you, it's been amazing. Sometimes I've hesitated in seeking out a mentor because you know what? They're so busy. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. But what I've come to learn is it's an honor for them. Yes. The fact that you've asked them to be, you know, or, you know, would you, would you mind being my mentor? Mm-hmm. Um, it's an honor for people. Yeah. I think it's hard for most folks to even just say the phrase, can you be my mentor? It sounds, it sounds awkward coming out of their mouth, but notice someone who who plays a mentorship role in other people's lives, that's a fantastic sentence to say. I mean, they are, they'll be overjoyed over the opportunity to have someone who desires it. They see themselves in you. They see their own intention that they had back when they were seeking a mentor for their own growth. And they see it in yourself, which means they're going to give you all of themselves. That might not be all the time they have, but whenever you have their time, they're going to give you hundred percent of their attention. And out of that comes drastic change. Oh, yeah, you never so never be afraid to ask. No. Now realize that it may not always work out, and that is okay too, right? Yes. Because one of the things that we've also learned is that when I'm pouring into somebody or or something, mm-hmm. that's taking my time away from something else. Yes. So yes. So if if somebody say, says, you know what, the timing isn't right right now, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they don't want to. It's just they realize their capacity. Yeah. The secret sauce is is being intentional and seeking. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us will find mentors around the way along our, our path, but if you can really find those people that you're like, I uh, that man, that person inspires me. I want to go learn how they do this, and you seek them out. I mean, take them out to coffee, take them out to lunch. Doesn't have to be. Can we start scheduling a regular yeah. meetings? Start build a relationship because in that relationship comes even deeper reasons for why they would want to mentor you because now they have an actual stake. And what's happening in your life. You're not just somebody who sent him an email and said, would you mentor me? Right. Well, and and a key thing in that, because we want to value their time and Correct. everything they're doing. One of the key things about being a mentee is shutting up and listening. Right. Sometimes it's so difficult because we want to, we want to engage or we want to maybe some, and I think it, for me, th- there may have been times where I wanted to show this person how smart I was. That's it. Right. Or how much you've learned. Yes. Right. You want to, you, cause it's, you're like a child trying to make, make their father yeah. happy. That's the same experience. And sometimes that's difficult to do to not fill in the gap or try to respond being just a sponge, not a response. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's hard. And, and to be able to, to ask a question and then zip yes. it, right? Two ears, one mouth. Oh yeah. Use it appropriately. Yeah. Yes. Use them in that same context. It's uh, true. But to be quiet and listen. And it's funny. It's not like a mentor always teaches you through words. A lot of the time it's through action. 
meaning how they uh, how they portray themselves, how they walk and talk, how they treat other people. So a lot of that has to happen you know, <clears throat> with each other. And without a relationship, that with each other time is probably more limited than otherwise. So turn them into well your said. friend. Like turn them into your friend if you possibly can. <laughs> and I've had friends come from many different places that have filled that well, role. And that's a really good point. You, you're not... You don't want to you don't want to glob glob on or grab onto them and yeah. just be a weight. Yeah, that's your needy. You, yeah, exactly right. You want to you want to be able to to let them know that I realize how valuable your time is, so I'm not going to waste it. So I'm going to ask my questions, engage and whatnot, and then step back. Correct. Honor and then the involvement. Re-engage re again when the time is appropriate. Yeah, honor the opportunity. I mean, give That's it the a good respect. Word. It yeah, give it the respect that it deserves because these are important relationships Ooh. and important things, and it's just as important for the mentor as it is for the mentee. So I know respect goes both ways, and they're respecting each other's time goes both ways and and involvement. Um, but from the mentee's perspective, I think you got to take that student to the teacher approach yeah. and say, I want to find out. Can I put something in your schedule a couple months from now? Yeah. Uh, this is what I've been struggling with. I mean, be open and honest with your mentor. How else can they pour the right things into you? Well, and that's a that's another key. And I know we're coming to a close, mm -hmm. but that's another key is key element as well is learning how to be transparent. Correct. Right. If if you're struggling with something, share the struggle. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't don't. I think sometimes again it goes. Maybe there's an element of pride, but we always, always. want to. We always want people to think we're better than we really are. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and when we can learn the most is when we're able to be a little bit vulnerable and transparent. Vulnerable is my favorite word. Ugh. It's so true. When you can actually be vulnerable, that's where real transformation happens. Because when you try to show up like you've got all the answers, you're not yeah. going to get the answers you actually need. Then why are you? You don't even need to be there, right? You and know why are you answer. here in the first place? You don't need me. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's 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 vulnerability. I think is the hardest thing for people honestly, because they don't want to show themselves off as weak. And in that state of trying to protect themselves, shield themselves, guard themselves from weakness, they guard themselves from opportunity to grow and change and stretch mm -hmm. in their ability. And that's, and that's hard. And it's a huge wall to overcome. But I think if people can make it not so detrimental to themselves, right, about their identity, if it's not an identity thing, I need to protect this thing that I call myself. Instead, I'm like, I'm looking to grow this thing called myself. Why would I not open the book? And see how people can pour into it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, and and that's it, right? Being willing to be poured into. Yes, you know, I'm I'm coming in as an empty vessel, not a full right? one. When you yeah. show up full, what are they going to give you? It's going to overflow and be wasted. No. You've got to dump some stuff out, and a lot of that is the, the walls we put in place to protect us. So, so set aside the pride and just come in and mm. uh, and and be teachable and approachable and all of those elements. Yeah, you know, it's easy to say. Right. And it's easy to say those comments because you were from people that have actually gone through uh, sessions and seasons in our life where we were not vulnerable. We didn't get what we could have gotten out of a potential opportunity from having an amazing human that's in our life. And then you find out later, oh, I could have done that differently. And you start eking more and more out of those relationships, more and more out of those experiences with mentors. And they develop you to where those walls come down. Yeah. So find a mentor that can help you drop the walls first. <laughs> And then, then go after some more. I mean, Wait, I which means you, you have, may have multiple mentors oh, over five your or life six at a time. And some of those mentors are people that actually are in your regular everyday life. Some are a book. 
summer a person a personality you see online that inspires you yeah i mean all those people can are participating they're all they're all pouring into you and your ability to drop walls allows each one to pour more in okay okay i i could literally be on this for hours to come um so i i want to thank you phil for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today on this incredibly important topic of mentorship uh you know who is your mentor but then we, as we ended, it's talking about now, who are you mentoring? Who are you open to bring alongside you and, and be and pour into? And as we talked about earlier, that's sometimes the best way we learn is when yes. we're willing to pour into somebody else as well. Phil, I look forward to having you back again. I can't wait. Uh, and by the way, to- I love those Friday emails. Uh, they just make my end of my week. They're absolutely phenomenal. Make sure you keep those coming. And, and I look forward to multiple conversations over the years and having you back with us again. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule and joining us. Thank you as well, buddy. I appreciate the time that you're giving as well. I know that you pour into people. That's your heart. And this is an opportunity for you to do so on a much broader spectrum. And so I know the people that are going to watch this video are going to get value out of this. And uh, thank you for spearheading it. Thank you, my friend. And thank you for being a mentor of mine. Have a wonderful afternoon. And to all of our viewers, we look forward to seeing you back with us next week with another amazing uh, co-host, interviewee, uh, the individual on the other side of the table. Uh, Thank you for joining us and have a great afternoon. This episode of the BNI San Diego podcast has been brought to you by Cruise Productions, a San Diego-based video production company and proud BNI member. You can find us at the intersection where business and creativity meet or online at cruiseproductionsinc.com.